welcome to episode 194 of Novo Time. My name is Obed Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Julian. What's good, Nolo Time? Obed, pleasure to be with you, my friend. Hope you're having a great day. Good to be here, man. How are you? Yeah, doing good. We're here a day early than our usual stream here on Wednesday. Very excited. Uh, we've got MegaCon this week here in Orlando, Florida. So uh, tomorrow through the weekend, I will be at that convention. So make sure to stay following us, guys, on our social media uh, at Nolo Time. And uh, I'll try and post some good content, maybe do a little lives. But uh, yeah, things are doing good here, man. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Staying busy. Finally catching up on stuff, even though I've been super busy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing doing good. Um, not much to to update you on uh, gaming wise, as I said last week. Um, I, however, I do have an update on stuff that I watched. Uh, I totally forgot that. That Resident Evil animated show came out on Netflix, uh, Infinite Darkness. In yeah, Infinite Darkness. It was good. Uh, it was. I enjoyed it. It wasn't. You know, didn't blow my socks off, but it was fine. It was. It was enjoyable. It was. It was very, <clears throat> very Resident Evil. Um, it takes place between like uh, I want to say it's like a couple months after RE4 so it's sort of like a sequel prequel kind of thing that they have going on with it um, but it was good like it was definitely a, a good like side story uh, Resident Evil so yeah watch that uh, watch a few other things that we'll talk about uh, here in a, in a couple of minutes but man other than that honestly that's probably the uh, only thing I did, uh, yeah, I played Zelda over the weekend. I'll let you guys know when I finish it. Uh, that's all I gotta say about that. Um, it, it, it seems like, uh, just to jump back to your Netflix comments, uh, it seems as if Netflix really is making a push to get a lot of these uh, anime projects around a lot of large pop culture, um, you know, really trying to pull in a larger audience. And I like that, obviously, now doing the games, yep. um, adaptations, uh, Assassin's Creed's coming later on. So, yeah. yeah, they're really pushing that. So I don't know if you heard that they got they got exclusive rights to JoJo now. So, I did hear that. So, uh, so part six, when it, I think part six, there was a trailer coming out this week. I think it's tomorrow. Um. And it's supposed to start very soon, but I think uh, but, uh, what I what I saw is that Netflix is gonna start like putting episodes out in December. So I mean that's a big deal. That's like the like JoJo's super popular. Yeah. Um, but we'll we have a we have a thing on the docket that that I want that we'll talk about, and that's I think that's part of the reason why Netflix is like suiting up when it comes to like anime and animated shows. Um, cause it's, it's a big deal. So, but we'll talk about it when we do our, our news. Um, I, I guess we can go into, into the stuff that happened, right? So let's jump right into it, man. Do you want, let's, well, let's end bad batch while we're here. Th that episode was phenomenal. I know that episode was really, really good. Um, it, it was, it was going back to like the first episode that big, 
you know, one hour episode that we had at the beginning of the season. Uh, it wasn't, you know, a one hour episode, but it was as good as that, uh, in my opinion. Um, spoiler alert. So, all right. So, spoiler for the next three topics, basically. So, Bad Batch, What If, and The Suicide Squad. Uh, so, you've been warned. Uh, so yeah, the, we're going to talk in depth. Yeah. So, the... the um, we're going to do spoilers for that. So you guys have been warned. If you don't want to listen, uh, I guess skip uh, a few minutes. I want to say, you know, 20, about 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. We'll be, well, that's fair. Um, but man, talk about like the end of an era that, that fine, that last sequence. It's like, that's the, that's closing the door on the prequels. And and just moving forward to, you know, I guess rebels and uh, and 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 the, the original trilogy after that, right? Um, very good. Full drama. Um, I mean, I'm wondering what's going to happen with Crosshair because that was very very interesting. Um, they finally gave sort of like a villain or an antagonist motives, like. I'm choosing to be this and not, uh, you know, not, they're not forcing me like the inquisitors, right? Cause the inquisitors were basically forced to hunt the Jedi down. Um, but he's like, nah, bro, I, I want to be this. Um, so it turns out that based on what Crosshair is saying, he, he removed his ship, but hunt Hunter doesn't buy it that he checked for the scar. And because he had the scarring from, uh, uh, from the uh, engine in that one episode that he got burned, uh, he couldn't, you know, make it. But they took him anyway. Um, very good. I think I think it was fantastic. I wonder what they're gonna do with the uh, with the rest of the clones. How they're gonna, I guess, dispose of them because that's the thing, right? They're gonna dispose of of the clones. That's what that was set up during the episode. But but what do you think, man? I, I think it was great. Yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet because I echo a lot of the same sentiments that, that you mentioned. Um, the destruction, witnessing the destruction of Camino, just, you know, Tarkin comes in, like the boss that he is, open fire. Yeah. They just blow that entire you planet fire to when bits. Ready. It's extremely, yeah, you may fire one ready. And, uh, you know, witnessing that destruction of Camino um, on that scale was something that usually you would hold on to for a film. Um, but they just, you know, Filoni included this really huge moment for Star Wars. Uh, everyone that knows, you know, Camino is the reason why Order 66 succeeded um, because they were so good at what they did, the Kaminoans. So seeing the destruction of the place is very, um, very intense, really, really incredible sequence because, you know, that's it. It's over. Yeah. Um, you got the, but music, like, the Camino music from episode two. Yeah. Yeah. The episode, Attack yeah, of the Clones. Yeah, it's good. Very good. And then. Um, like to your point, I did not see that moment with Crosshair coming to that way. I think everyone thought that the arc would be something where they would get him and they would say, we're going to get this chip out of you and everybody's friends again. Maybe someone, you know, goes unfortunately in battle or something, but not that it would be a continued conflict between the, the OG Bad Batch and Crosshair. So having that moment where 
you know, Hunter's like, you, this is not you. You don't want to do this. And even Omega had that moment early. I think that was in the first episode, uh, first episode, I believe, when, when, when they were escaping where, with Crosshair, where she says, like, you don't want to do this um, to him because she understands that this is not, this is part of the programming. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, like, all along, we assumed it was a programming because he, the way he spoke was the same way that the other Order 66 activated clone spoke, right? When he said things like, good soldiers follow orders or yeah. whatever, right? And we saw the same thing with Wrecker. When they, Wrecker yeah. had his thing switch for a moment, what was some of the Correct. first things he said? Good soldiers follow orders. So we, yep. we assume that that's like, okay, the program is kicked in. So we assume Crosshair is the case. Yep. I still don't think I'm... that he's entirely gone. But if he is, what a powerful idea. Again, the power of choice being shown. Because remember, just a few episodes ago with the Ryloth episode, we had that really, really awesome sequence uh, where we saw a clone defect from Order the 66. Commander, yeah. where he, the commander walks in, what are we doing here? We didn't come here to destroy people. We came to help these people. Take me away. I don't care. But this is not right. This is not what we're supposed yeah. to do. And that was extremely controversial in the Star Wars space. That was not something that... Um, we had thought it before it could even happen, but that's always been a part of Star Wars, right? The power of, of choice and redemption has always been a part of Star Wars, right? We can think of, you know, Darth Vader, Anakin, a path of redemption, Kylo Ren, right? And, 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 and uh, Ben Solo, like there's redemption has always been a big part of the, the arc of Star Wars. It's very consistent. So yeah. when you watch even a smaller thing like this, you might think Crosshair is going to be redeemed. I think there's still a chance for redemption, but at this point, I think so even too. if he doesn't get redeemed, even if he doesn't get redeemed, what a powerful ideology! Like that moment yeah. was very heavy when he was like, "Oh no, I'm choosing to do this." It like was it was, it, it, it was, it was unforeseen. So it was a really, really emotional episode. And I can't wait for the finale. Yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think that's he's he's completely telling the truth because he started glitching out at the beginning, like like the good solar, like the yeah follow orders and. And he sort of started glitching out when, uh, um, when uh, when they were getting trying to get uh, Kanan, like he glitched out, right? Yeah. Um, unless he like removed his ship, but I, I know that removing the ship is like out of their uh, orders. That would be like against orders, so they they're not able to do it like willingly. Um, yeah, it was very interesting, very good. Like I think it was a very good ending to to the season. Uh yeah, definitely looking forward to uh to I guess next year when when we get season 2, so that would be Well, we'll uh, still have part 2 of the finale of this. The two-parter. Are you sure? Yep, and even heard, if you go check done. your Disney Plus app, dude. Oh, really? Part 1? Really? Part 2 is yeah. I'm going to yeah. verify this right now. But uh, yeah, we get we get it's a two part finale. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, because you you mentioned that it was a two parter, but then after that, I heard it's like, oh no, that's it. They're done. Yeah, it says uh, the bad batch find themselves an unexpected story. This th in this thrilling finale, part one of two. Oh, okay. So well, I'm go. gonna assume that they're gonna <clears throat> have to put that finale for 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 uh, next week. So. Yeah, for, for yeah. this week. Excuse I me. guess yeah, I guess Friday, and we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. More Star Wars. Uh, I mean, they could end it here, right? They could end the season they here because the ending was phenomenal, right? I agree. So, um, so they could end it here and just leave it ambiguous until until the next season, and that I would have been fine with that. I also, agree. I am very very fine with Captain Carter just stepping all over me, and it's like. <laughs> 
<laughs> please step on me. Yeah, I would be totally fine with that. Uh, it was yeah, great, you're not a dude. man, baby. It was so it was so good. So good. Oh my goodness. And who at IGN is is reviewing these things again a six, dude. And it this was excellent. It was excellent. Dude, this is the stuff that Colin was call was calling out. <laughs> we can have that a whole another conversation, but yeah. the people over there, man. Yeah. There's a small, very, very interesting train of thought that they have. I know, I know. Well, the uh, what if episode one came out today, uh, and I it was great. I loved it. So it was the Kevin yeah. Carter episode. Um yeah, they basically starts like a normal, you know, Captain America First Avenger thing and it flips and it's great. Um I think I think it was phenomenal. I, I wasn't sold on the animation style on during the trailer, Joel, but I think it worked. I think it worked. Uh it, it does have like a like a very stylized, like almost comic book style to it. Um so yeah. So the art director for this, I didn't realize this at first. I'm going to try and reach out to him, but I met him at Comic-Con. I did a video with him. I posted it on the channel. It just literally walk in the hall, like just oh, cool. literally bumped into him. He worked on the Iron Giant um, and, and some other stuff. And uh, yeah, um, bumped into him, met him out there, really nice guy. And then I see his name come up in the, in the credits. I'm like, wait, this is the guy who worked on this? So um extremely cool. talented dude happy for him um that he got to work on this with with marvel and disney it's, it's, it's a great great opportunity um yeah I, I i hope that this does continue to do very well because to your point Obed, when i started seeing some of those reviews come in i was like that's a little odd um and you know and, and you don't have to love it but i I, yeah. I didn't have really any any major problems like it was completely enjoyable for me i had a really enjoyable time let's just talk about that intro for a second dude that oh, intro great. with the watcher yeah. i see all things the shattered universe like yep i was like let's go guys yeah. I mean, they, they enter it with the same uh marvel cinematic studios and uh you know introduction as if you're in the movie theaters like like the movie's going so i think this, they really yeah. kept it kept it very cinematic it's pg-13 people didn't expect that yeah you know these are these that are like dude movies, that was making animated, fun dude. of her got uh gotta gotta check his name man <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was great that was um, a great scene yeah i i appreciate it i appreciated the, i appreciated the violence joe <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's supposed to be in every episode of what if they they confirmed that yeah. her character will be the, the, and, uh, the character yeah that combines again it. no problems uh, step on me <laughs> Hilly Atwells does a great job, but it was a great, what a yeah. great Peggy Carter. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, the, I, I think it was a brilliant move in their part to put this after Loki, because it's basically like, because people after Loki is like wondering, uh, you know, what is this old like multiverse thing, yeah. and this is what it is, right? So they're basically giving you like a, a, a you know, it's a, multi, a multiverse for dummies sort of thing. Yep. So. They're teaching us the ways. Before. Yeah, exactly. So they're teaching you, it's like, oh, this is something that happened in one of those multiverses that Loki messed up uh, in during the show. So, yeah, it's cool. And, uh, I yeah, I want more. I want more. Cause I, I wasn't I wasn't like a hundred percent sold on it like like watching sure. Bad Batch and going into another animated thing but it's it was good dude yeah like I really enjoyed yeah. it the, the I, what if comics are extremely profitable for for Marvel it's been one of their better selling series for years now 
And uh, I know there was rumors that that Spider-Man episode allegedly was so dark that they had to change the whole thing. Oh, really? It wasn't even going to fit the PG-13 wow. thing. So I'm, that's what I'm really looking forward to. I mean, the whole thing is going to be great. But obviously, Chadwick Moe has been being back in for four episodes, I believe, uh, as and voicing it. It's going to be pretty awesome. But yeah, man. Yeah. What if, like, I'm yeah. in. I like Steve, man. I like Steve. Like, oh, yeah, they, yeah. like they didn't, didn't change him, but they basically, he became the first Iron Man, and that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, the action was great. The writing was great. Uh, I, I don't know why, uh, what the people at IGN are, are, I don't, I really don't know what their expectations are. Um, but I, based on, you know, my, you know, my reaction, I just watched it today. Uh, and after I watched it, I watched a couple of reactions and it seems like everyone is very positive about it. At least the fandom is, um, you know, I, I really don't know what, you know, media outlets want for this shows to be for them to get a, a you know, a decent score. Cause it's weird. Like we got the same thing happen with Loki, even with the, like the episodes that were not action packed were still really good. And there's like a five and the same thing happened with Falcon winter soldier. Like at like overall, I got like a six or seven. It was weird. So I don't know, but you know, yeah. don't, don't, uh, don't pay attention to those guys. Go watch it for yourself. It's pretty good. Very enjoyable. Um, yeah, the voice acting's great. So, uh, absolutely recommend it. Uh, definitely. Um, all right. So, you texted me. <laughs> yeah. About... I usually hold off from doing that, too. Okay. So, yeah. So, you texted me about, uh, about Suicide Squad. And... I mean, I, I I couldn't agree with you more in in your sentiment. Like, how is this movie getting better scores than Snyder Cut? I think Snyder Cut is by far a superior movie, by far. Um, I think this movie was better than the first one. It was better than Birds of Prey because I did not like Birds of Prey. Um, I talked about it when I watched it. Um, it. I don't think it was as good as Wonder Woman. Like, it's not the best DC movie, in my opinion. Like, some a lot of people are making it to be. Um, that said, um, I think what they what they tried to do, and this is... Like, my understanding is that this movie is standalone. It doesn't, you know, follow the continuity. This is separate. It's its, its own thing, right? Um, and that's fine. They they really tried to be Deadpool, uh, and it was like super on the nose that it, it was really trying to be Deadpool. Um, it, it succeeded in some areas. Uh, in some areas, it failed. Um, I'm conflicted about this movie because I did have a good time watching it, but I just don't think that it's as good as people make it to be. That's. I guess that's my review as a whole uh, on it. Um, I yeah, uh, that that's how I feel, Joel. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my my first gut reaction when I started watching this movie was, you know, I, I try to go in with fair expectations, but when you get the kind of reviews that this movie got, 
I was like, okay, right? I think I'm in for a, a rude awakening. Like, I'm going to be surprised <laughs> at, like, how really good this is going to be and just kind of just go with it and just see what goes on, right? And, like, I was severely disappointed, dude. Like, I thought I was going to really, really like this this thing and that, oh, my gosh, because it's James Gunn, like, compared – and I know that, yes, the last director, you know, for the other Suicide Squad 2016 movie – I know that he's got his allegations of it being, you know, completely taken over by Warner Brothers, which yeah. is possible because we, we oh, learned that we with know. Snyder Cut, right? Like, it, you know, yeah. it makes sense. Like all those scenes um, with the Joker that were in the trailer that were not in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Does that make the movie better? Maybe. I mean, you know, I like know. it's we don't we, we will never know unless that movie got released. Um, we learned with the Snyder Cut what, the, what a difference that was. You know, for a while, I thought it wasn't. I, I ate crow for that because I didn't think it would be that drastically different. I was like, oh, snap. This movie is like way. This is one of my favorite, if not my favorite DC movie in recent in recent history. Obviously, I still love The Dark Knight. It's still special for me. But um, yeah, this is this. That was that was pretty special for me. What Snyder did there. Anyways. Yeah. What I'm seeing with this movie is like, to your point, they tried to be Deadpool. Um, and I also, to be honest with you, I felt a little Michael Bay in this movie. I felt like it was a little, it's a little it was over starting the top. to become, a, yeah, it was starting to become one of those, like, let's just do this because we can and we're going to, we're going to make money. And for me, it was very sloppy in that regards. Like, I think what happens with James Gunn when he works with, and it's not the same characters, but when you works with Marvel with Guardians, he has someone like a Feige to keep him kind of focused, right? So you can have your yeah. you can have your fun, but you can still have an impact, correct? Right? With this movie, they just let him go crazy. I personally didn't love that. I thought it was and that's too the Michael ridiculous. Bay thing. I, uh, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was too ridiculous. Many points, you know, like I I had a better time. Uh, watching Deadpool and Deadpool's not one, not one of my favorites either, but you know I, I could see the appeal for some people. And um, watching this one, you know, it, it felt it felt long to me. I'm being honest with you. It was it long. It was pretty, two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, it, it felt really long. And usually these kind of movies, it doesn't bother me if it's if I'm really having a great time. But you know that final act was just kind of like, okay, okay, what are you? What are they going to do? What are they going to do here? You know, Peacemaker's supposed to have his own show. Yep. I don't even care like and that's that's kind of disappointing <laughs> you know like i should i don't um you know oh, john cena is awesome they had a great talent they had an extremely talented crew who will work on this movie so um, what i did there's did one thing that hit I, me the way it hit i the way it hit these, these critics yeah yeah i don't yeah so I, I feel the same way um the the one thing in my opinion right that proved a point and was very positive is that this movie, and again, you don't have to go full woke to get a, to do a girl power movie like they tried to do with Birds of Prey. And because they tried and they failed, in my opinion, I did, I did not like that movie. Um, I think that this movie had more girl power than Birds of Prey uh, by, you know, and ha by having someone that can actually write a movie. <laughs> Uh, so it, it and it worked because the because Harley was great was great great uh Rackhasher was great um I think overall like the female characters were all well done uh even Waller going nuts like at the end when she was like super pissed and yeah even that worked 
because it, it it worked. Like the movie had a lot of had a lot of things that really worked, right? I think that the Harley escape sequence was the highlight of the movie. That was the so that whole so like good. thing with her using her foot to get the thing, whatever. That actually was really the actress. I saw that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But I think that that the whole sequence, right when uh, when she, when she's singing and and she's getting zapped and. Uh, you know, and she escapes, and the whole sequence escaping, the whole fight, trying to get her getting out of the building, I think was awesome, and and it was well shot, it was great. Um, it, it's just yeah, it had moments, right? It had, it had and that's moments. the thing, like you were talking about, like even just her character alone, right? Like I could tell that her character was forced into the movie, and and I remember hearing early on him talk about because as we know. They were when they brought him in. They weren't really sure if this was going to be a reboot, a continuation. They weren't really sure what they were doing at that time, and allegedly he didn't have Harley Quinn in his movie at all. That was not his plan. And the studio came in and said, "You got to include her." So you can see where her arc kind of was on the side. They brought it her was. in at the end, yeah. But you can see where it was very disconnected from the movie, generally speaking. Yeah, she was in front right? of center. They wrote like, her in, and you can tell. Yeah, like like on Birds of Prey, because Birds of Prey is all Harley all the time, and it's too much. Like when this I, one. I mean, to me though, I feel like I signed up for that. Like it is like yes, they they called it Birds of Prey, but I feel like we all kind of knew like that was a Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> oh, because like, she produced she produced the movie. <laughs> TJ, it was the least enjoyable movie I've seen in years. I was excited to watch it, too. I understand. Too. Yeah, I understand man. where he's coming from. Like, I yeah. think, I personally think there's going to be a large divide between the the critics and the people on this, and we're already seeing it happen at the box office. We can get into that now with the numbers, because I know I sent that over to you. Obviously, yeah. we know that there's a, a world health crisis going on that absolutely is affecting everything, so we can't play that down. But to the same extent, um, this movie, if that's its opening weekend, it's probably going to drop 70%, if not more. This movie's not going to be very profitable at all. Um, And that's a concern, I'm sure, because I know know that Warner Brothers didn't expect that. With all the positive publicity they got, it, it did not shock the world. It didn't light up the internet the way they did. The critics did. The critics were given it. I mean, it was everywhere. It was like you yeah. couldn't follow one. You know, if you follow any type of geek Twitter of any kind, you saw one of your YouTubers that got to see their, your, the movie early and was like, love this thing. And um, it just does not seem to be translating at all. Obviously, it's 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 a niche. Obviously, it's, it's you know, smaller audience. But, I mean, when your numbers are almost the same as Mortal Kombat <laughs> – and we don't know what their yeah. HBO Max numbers are because they don't tell us, right? Like we we don't know how well the Snyder Cut did on there. We don't know what it did for with with Black Widow. Disney Plus came out and told us how much money they made opening weekend, but we don't know what, what the boost truly is um, on HBO Max. If it was that much, I, you know, I, I really do see a lot of. I, I I feel I feel like there is a large divide between you know the ten thousand people that make something trend on the internet. And the world at large is going to watch this movie, man. I, yeah. I don't know. I, it does not seem to be translating well. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's weird for sure. Uh, but yeah, it, it was like sort of a letdown. It's because I was excited to watch it. I was like, oh, I don't know. As soon as I had a chance, I think on a lot side, of people were. 
Yeah. yeah. And this isn't an indictment on James Gunn, and, by the way. No, Everything no, no, that we're talking not. about, like, there's a lot of actors and directors that I love that have made terrible movies. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely not. Like, it's not an indictment on the director necessarily. Yeah, I just think that it had moments, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I, the the thing with the narrative, what they did, like telling the story, like in different like times, that worked. That some like it doesn't like sometimes it doesn't work, like we can go back to the first season of the Witcher. Like you have to power through I know. it being yeah. like not, not in order. Um, no, but, I but like this, that. The jumping now. Yeah. And that I was liked fine. That. that was good. Like, like that was well done. Uh, I think the movie was well written. It was funny. It had moments. It, it's just like a, a lot of the stuff just didn't work. Like, like their, their purpose didn't work. Like the, the, like, why are we here? And that that whole thing just the premise just didn't work, right? In my opinion, I think I think he needed some help. I think he needed some 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 extra heads. It's like you know, people love George Lucas, but if you let George Lucas go too crazy, you get too crazy. Like you you gotta. I think he he needed to have some some not non yes men in the room to be like, yeah. listen, dude. I know you want to do this thing where you want to make all these people have these squids on their faces and make them all be communicating, but yeah, you, you you're you're overplaying <laughs> your cards, you know, like yeah, you know. TJ again uh, feels like like Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn's wasted, and she's an awesome character. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. This Harley like, Quinn, just in general, is a, is a pretty awesome character. Yeah, so. yeah. I think I think she's she's definitely like like all three Harley movies are not good. <laughs> That's well, we know the first. The we f- know the first Suicide Squad <laughs> one was no good. Yeah. It's but what's gonna happen is that last Birds of Prey movie is gonna make more money than this one. Yeah, and that movie. So was, the audience. I, is, I didn't. I like. I like yeah. this one. I like this one better than than. Birds I think this Prey. one will be remembered more. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I oh, because that, that moments, lot. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I I feel like like she should have been able to do whatever she needed to do in uh, the Snyder Cut, because she was in the Snyder Cut and she wasn't she able was. to make it because she was filming this thing. Well, so. the thing about also Birds of Prey is she was a producer on that movie. Where these other ones, she's just showing up and you know, cashing cashing in her contract money. Yeah. So, you know, and she did say after this movie that she probably won't be Harley for a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. Unless of course they show her the money, but she's been working on Pirates of the Caribbean now and then the bar the Barbie movie that she's making and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. She'll be fine. Yeah. I don't. Well, like I guess we'll see. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it just I think it just tried too hard to be Deadpool. Uh, and it sort of like, like flounder around, like oh, let's beat that pole, and and just couldn't couldn't get it. Because even that Deadpool two, I think Deadpool two is a lot of fun. And I would argue that if they dropped a Deadpool three in the middle of the crisis that we're in right now, it would it would perform better than this movie. Oh, Not just yeah. because we know the character yeah. that well, but I just think that audiences respond better. Oh yeah, I would think so too. I would think so too. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a little too over the top for for my taste. It was a it was a little too much, right? I you know I, I enjoy dark humor and and you know violent movies and all that. It's fine, whatever, right? But it, it was just a little too much. It was like like I think I think you you hit the nail right in the head when you said this. Like 
He just needed someone to just wrangle him up a little bit, and and that would have been, that would have been fine. Yeah, you gotta yeah. gotta have you gotta have a, a good writers room, and I feel like this movie struggled with that. We saw again. I I'll use Transformers as a good as an example. Like we saw what happened when they put together that powerhouse writers room and they busted out a Bumblebee movie. Like it makes a difference when you have a group of people that can say like, all right. Maybe too much of this or too much of that, whatever it is, yeah. in different different uh, genres. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, it's 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 what it is. This movie, the money will speak for this movie, and we'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, which, by the way, did you finish watching Transformers or not yet? So I am almost there. I'm at episode five now, and okay, uh, so you got two episodes left. I got two episodes. So you got left, to so you I'm... got to episode the episode that 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 where you were like, holy crap, what's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, is... I'm, uh, spoilers for head for people who have not seen the Transformers Kingdom yeah. on uh, on Netflix, but yeah, like instantly seeing you know Optimus Prime get the Matrix and it's leading him and got like, oh, let's go. So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 it's, a, it's been a fun show. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. The the it ends it ends good. Like the end, like I think those last two episodes are are super solid. So <laughs> yep. yeah. All right. Um, so there's a few things that we want to talk about. Actually, you know what? This is a good transition because Idris Elba was in the Suicide Squad. Exactly. And How it just funny. happens that he got cast as Knuckles in the Sonic 2 movie. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, Did man. Did you think that Knuckles was going to be in the movie? I knew I knew that Knuckles was going to be in the movie. Okay. Because I, I saw the... Um, uh the you know how they use the uh the stand-ins uh for cg yes. yeah and i saw it as totally knuckles shape i was like oh i told knuckles gonna be in the movie so oh, that's awesome um, i knew tails was but i didn't know knuckles i'm like no you awesome. didn't know okay yeah i knew i knew yeah. about knuckles yeah, yeah 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 but man it's like now i'm going back it's like yo knuckles yeah you can that would be that would be cool right did you ever watch the uh the Sonic Boom show that was on Cartoon Network, a little bit. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, and Knuckles was this big, bumbling dude. Is like, oh gosh, it's like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I don't know. And he just, he just is really good with animated stuff. Like, yeah. if anyone's seen the Jungle Book, like what he did for you know, um, Shere Khan, Shere Khan like awesome. he brings a very like good drama for something that's like animated, and it's not just because he has a great voice, but the way he just brings life to it, it's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, they haven't said who's playing Tails though. I, I think Tails already has a, a voice actor because I think didn't Tails, Tails speak a little bit. Has end. a line, yeah. I think he has a line on the on uh, on the first movie, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited actually. <laughs> uh, there was another comedian uh, that got confirmed for the Mario movie that's coming out next year. Um, I forgot the name, but the character he's gonna be playing is Foreman Spike. Who's a character from Wrecking Crew? That's a deep cut because it's not a very popular Nintendo game. Um, but basically, like Mario and Luigi work for the Wrecking Crew, and he's like their boss. Um, so that that's cool. Uh, I'm waiting to see the cast on the Mario movie. That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting when that's fully revealed. I mean, if they're not having Charles Martinet doing Mario and Luigi, dude, I don't know what they're doing. Honestly, like. Like the dude has to do those voices. Like he's like, there's no going around it. Um, 
but I'm I'm curious to see that that cast and that movie again comes out next year. So I I think Christmas next year. So, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, hopefully it sticks the schedule. Yeah. I mean it's it's uh it's this guy's uh, Illumination. So they're they're pretty yeah. good at at sticking to their to their releases. So uh, and it's it's pretty far off where it's probably not gonna get delayed. Uh, there's piety rumors again this week. I don't know if you saw them that it may get delayed. <laughs> Yeah, there was rumors this morning that trailer was going to get revealed. CinemaCon is two weeks, I want to say, two weeks from now. So during CinemaCon, Sony does have a confirmed a three-hour, I believe, panel. Mm. And so the belief is that potentially sometime uh, was that that's like the week of August 23rd or something along those lines that possibly during that week we'll get a trailer. Shang-Chi is being confirmed to get uh, an early um screening that week as well okay so um i'm sure we'll get some marvel stuff coming up then yeah and shang chi marketing it looks like it they're 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 kicking it into high gear now uh because i've seen i've been seeing it a lot now i agree and, and i don't digress on this too much but like you know there's some people who are on tiktok and i was brought to my attention in different places that are like why is it that there was more marketing for black widow than there was for shang chi and i'm like you know unless you can bring me some data i don't believe that to be true i mean we have to realize Black Widow was delayed like three years almost. It felt like you know, so, you <laughs> a know, full year. You, well, Black Widow was yeah. delayed a full year, and you and right. it's Black Widow, right? Right, it's, it's Black Widow. It's yeah. been around, and like I'm saying, it's been delayed. It was delayed so long. Every time they thought the movie's gonna come out, they're like, "We'll release a trailer." Oh, sorry, wait, not. So, um, traditionally, every time a new movie comes out, you get the next promotion. Like, there's been zero marketing for Spider-Man: No Way Home. And and technically you know, zero uh, marketing for that. That's a bigger character. That, no offense than Shang Chi, and yeah. it's getting zero marketing. Where Shang Chi's getting, getting stuff right now. Like, there's been it, zero marketing for the Eternals, like because yeah. there's been like, like one, one, tra- one teaser trailer, trailer. No, one yeah. trailer, yeah, one yeah, one teaser trailer, yeah, that's it. So, so it's kind of yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with. I don't agree with you. I don't agree with with that sentiment. I think Same. I mean Black Widow is an established, well-known character by an established, well-known actress. Right, um, in a in a beloved movie franchise, yeah. um, and you're you know versus introducing a new character. I think I, I've been seeing a lot of Chang Chi lately. So Same. I don't know. I don't know. Same. I don't, I don't know where I mean, these people I'm, are saying. Yeah, this. I don't know what people. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jumbo, there there is a uh, a, a controversy in the uh, uh, you know uh, comic book sphere. Uh, if you want to go ahead and take us into that. Yeah, so, you know, article comes out on The Guardian talking about how, unfortunately, um, you know, there's people are finally speaking out, the uh, comic book creators that are saying, look, whenever we, we've we created, you know, like, for example, uh, Brew Baker, um, you know, and some other guys, I'm trying to find their exact names out here on the article. But anyways, uh, a few comic book creators have worked on, you know, characters like Captain America and Bucky and... Um, other characters that have influenced obviously the storylines that we're seeing in the Marvel cinematic universe that we love and are enjoying. Um, they get to put input, uh, of course, you know, with these movies to some degree. Um, and it, they're just the original storytelling alone is a large reason how these characters are being adapted. Um, and without an excellent, uh, foundation, we wouldn't have, you know, the house that we have of, of Marvel today. So there's, Stuff is coming out where, like, look, these comic book creators are literally getting paid $5,000 with a thank you note, (laughs) 
you know, where these movies are making literally over a billion dollars and they're like, all you can cut us is $5,000. We're like, if we didn't provide you guys with, you know, a, a fraction of this stuff, your movies and your stories would be drastically different. Here's my thing. Obviously, at the end of the day, um, it does play a huge role in, in what's being adapted. So I do believe that they they deserve to get recognized, you know, because of, of what, what's going on. Um, I don't think I don't think five thousand dollars in a thank you note is enough, personally, in my opinion, for companies that if you're making one bill, if you knew that you had an idea that led to a billion dollar business later on, and you only got five thousand, not even one percent of it, yeah, I'm sorry, I'd be pretty mad. <laughs> like, you know, honestly, um, yeah. it's, it's pretty messed up. So um, I don't know what the exact right way to go about this. Like, I'm not going to pretend to know the exact math of how this should go down. Um, because there's a lot of factors that go into financing these things and how these things are set up as businesses. But I do agree that they've got to do a better job than just giving a thank you note and, uh, you know, a down payment on a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't had the opportunity to, to read through the article. I did see it um, earlier this week. It, it's man, this is like a, it's hard to me to explain, right? Um, but this is how most companies operate, especially companies like Disney. It's and even Amazon. I I heard that Amazon has the same sort of policy. Like, if you have an idea for something, and they end up doing that thing, that idea belongs to the company. It doesn't belong to you, and that's. Yeah, part of what you sign true. to when you when you when you sign it and sign up for the job that's part of your paperwork uh and you know that's why that's why you know i don't know give me give me a a, a frank miller character venom that's why that's why he couldn't take venom to like another like a you know company, company after that yeah. it's like it belongs to marvel right that's the thing um you know as unfair as it sounds because because it is right um i think that there should be more bonification for that work you know does i mean does it have to be the same as like what kevin feige is making no no right 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 yeah i can get ridiculous now. yeah exactly but they should have at least you know um, and I, I'm not going to say like, you know, oh, double their salary or whatever, but you know, I, I think fair compensation, it's, is the real talk here. Not, not necessarily that, the, that they, you know, deserve to make the same as Feige and, you know, I, you know, and, and Chapik and then all these guys. Right. Um, it's, it's hard. Right. It's hard because uh, I think that employees should be well compensated, especially when their ideas make them uh, the, the amount of profit that they that they make. Um, but at the same time, me as an employee, I need to be like, well, I mean, it is it is what it is. It's the idea. Right. I gave them the idea. They sold it and they you know, that's the the nature of the business. Um, you know, it's, you know, unfortunate. Sure. 
Right. And I, and I, and I right. would say that maybe a part of those discussions is that when they do, when they obviously all these people, they've been around for years. So reconstructing yeah. people's, uh, you know, employment agreements are sketchy, but you know, it's like <laughs> these companies need to consider like they're, they're making people sign away their rights at this point. Because, yeah, dude. You know, they know, they know what they're doing. Cause like you should, if you have an idea that's profitable, you should be profitable with it. You know, to, to what extent that's again, that's a little hairy. I'm not going to get into the, the weeds of that, but it's like, like we come up with the idea of no load time. We hand no load time to another entity and we're just a part of the, the foundation of it. And as it does well, we should do well with it, not just get, you know, a down payment for that for a new Ford. Like we should be able to 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 see some type of, you know, continued gratification for the foundation that you built. But, you know, how does that look like to your point? I mean, it's not going to be like what Kevin Feige or these other people get, you know. Um, but I think like I think of like like Nike, dude, like when Nike started, like that kid that designed the Swish logo the or whatever one. was like got $15 or whatever, like a, a logo contest, 15 bucks. That thing's worth a whole lot more than 15 bucks right now on the most, if not the most recognizable brand logo of yeah. all time. I think, I think the one that really banked was the, the dude that designed the Facebook like button that he yeah. didn't take a payment. He just took company, company stock. <laughs> he just banked with that, bro. That's how that's you do not it. Bad. That's pretty good. That's, that's how you do smart. it. You just get company stock. I'll do it for free. Give me stock. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it all comes down to that, right? Um, like stories came out a few weeks ago about um, about Amazon. And you know how Amazon has their, their games division. So like if you're an Amazon employee, right? If you work at a warehouse, it doesn't matter, right? Um If you develop your own game, your own indie game, that game on your own time, that game belongs to Amazon. Like it's on, it's on their contract, dude. It's crazy. And it's the, I mean, I'm not going to say it's the same thing for them, right? Uh, I think that what they have is a lot more lenient and fair than what Amazon's doing. But, uh, you know, at the same time, it's, You gotta set yourself expectations, right? If if I if I come up with something and I save the company a bunch of money, or I have the the company make a bunch of money, I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna get paid according to my employment agreement. I'm not gonna get CEO pay. That's the thing, right? Um, I, I look at it. I look at it both ways. I I know that it's it sounds unfair, and it. In some cases, it could be, right? Um, because someone that creates a character that could make Marvel a billion dollars in the box office um, gets a $5,000 check. Yeah, that's that's pretty unfair. Um, but what are your benefits? What are, What's behind the rest of the stuff? And what's your actual salary and, and your, you know, contractual, you know, agreement and your all that, right? Uh, it's, that's what I'm saying. The weeds know. of that is, is hard. It's, to, it's to exactly. Through. It's just not... It's, these things are not, you know, cut and dry. It's no, there's it's not simple as you might think. There's a lot of behind the scenes and, you know, uh, employment agreements and contracts and there's a lot NDAs and and, and non competes and all this stuff and legal stuff, right? It's a lot, right? So, you know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not defending them being cheap and not, you know, paying them more money, but at the same time, I'm not I'm very neutral on this one, right? It's like 
I, I think they're both in the right. I mean, they the the company <laughs> paid out um, a sum, right? The employee takes it, um, you know, and 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 that's it. You know, that's that's how I look at it. An interesting timing, right? Like you've got the the stuff with Black Widow coming out with Scarlett Johansson and her lawsuit against yeah. Disney, and then you get a, a, something like this, where people are like, "Hey, we're not getting." You know, it's kind see, of like let's poke, let's poke the bear while they're you know down. Is kind of how I'm looking at this. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting. It's shady. The 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 timing is shady um, because they're could not they're they're again. We gave Scarlett Johansson. Uh, the, we agreed with her because she has a contract, right? She that's being that. directly affected by a, a decision made in the company, right? Your contract is probably not being affected by this stuff, and right. and you're just getting a bonus. That's how it works, dude. I'm sorry. Is, you've got a point. You've got a point. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's it sucks, but you know. Yeah, I'm playing it neutral, man. Because it's a good point, and that's the thing. I don't think it's as simple as people think it to be, but it is yeah. interesting nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we'll see if there's any any updates on that. Um, and uh, if there are, we'll circle back to them. Uh, Joel, there was a, a Nintendo Indie World announcement uh, that went out today. Um. In my opinion, the only two things that are worth mentioning that are coming out for the for the Switch are that Tetris Effect Connected is coming out uh, on the uh, on the Switch. Uh, Tetris Effect was already released on PS4, uh, and then the it was re-released on uh, PC and Xbox. So the version that got released for PC and Xbox is the one that will be released on the Switch. And uh, the other one is Axiom Verge 2. So Axiom Verge was a, a, a Vita PS4 game. I think it came out for PS4. I think it came out for everything eventually. Uh, but I think it was, it, it was initially a Vita game. Uh, came out in 2015. Um, that is getting a sequel. So uh, that is coming out on, on the Switch. Uh, they do have a few other things that are coming out for next year. Like Gang Beasts and, uh, you know lumber lumber jack and uh and whatnot but not much uh i think in my opinion those are the ones that are that are worth mentioning uh but yeah i don't know if you have anything else to add sir no i i interesting is kind of quick little update from them it's nice to they're promoting their indie showcases always but opid wasn't also microsoft supposed to have some kind of showcase soon as well or did they have that already am i um, wrong to say this i saw something with this i feel like it's a good question. I don't recall. I don't remember. Oh. I know that Sony was supposed to have another thing soon, based on like, uh, like uh, I think either. No, I guess they had it like a week ago, I think, or something like that. Who Microsoft? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's so that shows much. you how how much impact they had <laughs> in me. <laughs> Um, but someone was saying that um, PlayStation may drop like a like a thing tomorrow. Okay. Like on the twelfth, yeah. They're they all having an August update. Yeah, they may drop something like a surprise thing, but but they usually announce it on like a, a Tuesday morning. They said it's like, hey, we'll drop this thing on uh, 
on Thursday. So, you know, please be excited. Um, but they, they haven't heard it. They, I haven't heard anything. So, I mean, they could maybe push it until next week or whatever. But, uh, but I know that Sony has something that they're working on. So, yep. Um, Joel, the, uh, we were talking about Netflix. Uh, we were talking about anime, uh, the anime selection on Netflix. So this week, um, we've talked about it before, uh, when Sony, uh, initially just, uh, completed their buyout on, on Funimation. They own part of it. They went ahead and, and, and basically, uh, acquired the, and the entirety of Funimation, Uh, it was what about a year, maybe two years ago, Joe. Probably. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then uh, last December they announced that they were going to make a, a bid to purchase Crunchyroll. Uh, I think Crunchyroll was part of Warner, right? Or or, or it was part of the AT or the uh, the AT and T Warner merger. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah and then now, and now that the Uh, discovery merger happen they're you know offloading uh, some of these companies so uh, Sony made a pretty substantial uh, bid in my opinion it was one, uh, 1.175 billion for Crunchyroll uh, so that's official this week so now Sony owns Crunchyroll um, the big rumor that's going around Uh, for this week, and it's it's going out in a, a couple of I don't want to say like non-reputable reputable sources uh, because there's a couple that that are that are decent sources that are reporting on it. Um, but the rumor is that they may come up with some sort of um, PlayStation Plus add-on or, or 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 premium PlayStation version or premium version of PlayStation Plus uh, that would include uh, your Crunchyroll subscription. Crunchyroll is like, what, 10 bucks, I think? Like, nine, I think so? Yeah, the subscription's pretty pretty good. Yeah, I, I think it's $10. Um, I had it for about two years, and I definitely got my money's worth out of it. I watched a ton of stuff, and it was awesome. Uh, and I was actually considering doing it over the summer, um, but if they add it to PlayStation Plus. This this is something that me personally, I may I may add Joel uh, to my subscription because um, I think the uh, the Crunchyroll offerings are very good. Um, their library is is phenomenal. Um, considering that Sony, uh, it, the the rentals are up this month, right for PlayStation Network, yeah, like like the movie stuff, like yeah. So I think this would be this would be a great idea for them to push their own sort of like media uh, is to add Crunchyroll to PlayStation Plus. It, I mean, it's still a rumor, right? We you know, there's no confirmation of this. But in my opinion, man, it makes sense. Like if you if you add this to your honestly, dude, they can probably just throw it into PS Plus. Because Crunchyroll's 10 bucks. You know what? Let's do a, a, a fact check. Because make sure that price is right. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you can take over, sir. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's a brilliant move by them. Putting together subscriptions into bundles 
is always a better choice than just having your all your subscriptions spread out. Like, yes, it's nice that there's always the option that you can. We live in a day and age where you know you can choose, pick and choose what kind of subscriptions you want to have. Where back in the old day, you just if you had you know cable, you got what you got. Maybe you added on like HBO or something, and that was it, right? Now it's like you know you can pick your sports, your your TV, all this kind of stuff. But with gaming, we're seeing the same thing, right?、Mm-hmm. We're like we're seeing a push to have more inclusivity for your options、um, as a gamer. Do you want to have your your streaming options of PlayStation Now? Do you want to have your your just general online access? PlayStation Plus is, is kind of a must in my opinion. If you you own a PlayStation, you, I feel like you can't have a, a PS5 and not have PS Plus. It just kind of、oh, goes、absolutely. hand in hand. Yeah,、um, it's technically operable without it,、you. but it's a must. Yeah.、Um, but yeah, like. I mean, you know, be- between all that that whole setup there, that's great.、Um, but having Crunchyroll being factored in now, like their audience, dude, like you think about the global respect that PlayStation has as a brand, and obviously Crunchyroll does well here in the states. I'm sure it does extremely well also in the continent of Asia, and and like you know, they they clearly you know are a very global brand, you know, Sony. So. They'll、yeah. do well if they factor this in. It's not going to do bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which countries exactly Crunchyroll's available in, but、um, just going back to the pricing, it's seven ninety nine for their basic plan.、Um, okay, that's even cheaper. Yeah, the the ten、uh, dollar plan、uh, basically gives you like in addition to like the the no ads, right? It's、um, a stream on to four devices, offline viewing.、Um, Access to the、uh, to their expo lottery, and、uh, and coupons for their store, for the online store. So,、um, yeah, I mean it's it's eight bucks. It's yeah. In、bad. my opinion, it's worth it, man, because they have they have their library is is pretty extensive. So,、um, I think this is something that 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 PlayStation. In my opinion, should definitely just go ahead and and、uh, and do it. I mean, think about it, dude. Like like right now, Sony owns the distribution of Dragon Ball and Gundam for like basically the entire like the、uh, like outside of Japan. It's it's pretty big, and and、uh, you know Attack on Titan and all these like big franchises. So so, so I just want to be clear: Are you saying that you want it to be? Just thrown in with PS Plus, just as as you already have it paid for now, or do Dude, you think this should be an add-on? No, they, I think they should just throw it into PS Plus. And if they throw it in, do you, that feels like it's an automatic? They're going to bump that price up and for the subscription coming they soon. They I, mean, don't, they don't, I don't feel like they need to either. I but, don't feel like they need to. Yeah, because the Xbox、okay. you get with Game Pass, you get the EA stuff,、okay. right?、Um, They should just throw it. They they could just throw the like the basic plan in. It's like your PlayStation Plus now includes Crunchyroll Basic, right? The like the basic plan, like the the seven ninety nine plan. They could potentially in the future, right? Come up with like a a a PS Plus option that's. You know, a hundred dollars, a hundred and twenty dollars, that includes Crunchyroll Premium and PlayStation Now. That could be something that they they could be looking into. 
you have know. you ever used PlayStation Now? Uh, no, I never used my trial or anything. Um, Me either. I've heard that it works pretty good. Like even on PC, uh, I heard it works good. So, mm. yeah. Um, we'll see. It's uh, oh, speaking of PlayStation Now, dude, I I haven't heard anything about X Cloud in a while. <laughs> what happened to X Cloud? I don't know, dude. That, was that coming out like just like like last month and never came out? It's forgotten. <laughs> what happened to Stadia? That's well. That's basically canceled. Like at this point, like that. Are they producing any more of those? There's things? stuff coming like, out. Yeah, there's stuff coming really? out, and you can buy wow. it. Yeah, you can still buy it. I don't know, man. Conceptually, great idea. Just bad execution. Yeah, which is weird that. Sony just kept going with PlayStation now and it seems to be working for them. So I don't know. Like I'm more like if I'm going to get something right now, I'm more interested in that portable steam. Like that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, obviously steam deck. We we talked about it before, like picking up an Xbox, Xbox series S is not a bad idea. Yeah. There's, there's, there's options. Yeah. Oh, uh, X X clouds on beta. It went out with the beta went out like two days ago. Mm. On PC, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, the initial release was, wow, November 14th, 2019. What? X-Cloud. Fix your stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, in my opinion, they should just throw it in uh, and then give us an option to, uh, to upgrade to a, a bigger plan that includes, that, that also includes um PlayStation now. Uh Joe, before we go, quick update on uh the Activision drama. Uh we did get pretty big news today. Um this happened about two hours uh before we went live uh when all of this got got confirmed. Um but it it's confirmed that um Luis Bariga who was the director on Diablo 4 uh, Jesse McCree and Jonathan LeCraft are no longer with the company. Uh, so the, the, the house cleaning has begun. Um, McCree was a designer for World of Warcraft. Um, I think, yeah, both both uh, McCree and LeCraft were uh, World of Warcraft guys. Uh, and and Luis Bariga was the director of Diablo 4. Um, so pretty big news. Like they're, they're letting, they're letting a director go of a, of a highly anticipated game, um, that has already been in like development for a long time. Um, like maybe, maybe this is something that they took the opportunity to, you know, clean house. Um, I saw there's a graph out there. Uh, where they're showing, and, and it's pretty scary, they're showing the downturn in, like, wild players. Like, they're, like, people are dropping. Um, I send you the news article where o- Overwatch League is look- is losing sponsors. It's it's bad. It's bad. I mean, we, we've said it, like... You know, last week when we talked about it, when we talked about it initially, that 
that this is going to have financial repercussions and, and we're seeing it. Like they're trying to clean house, right? But it, it's it's got to start from the top. Like, I, I you know, Bariga, that's a big, big deal because he was a director. He was a game director of a highly anticipated game. That's a big deal. Uh, but at the same time, you know, um, we've only seen one, ex two executives leave. Uh, which is, you know, uh, the one that we reported about last week, the uh, the head of Blizzard, and uh, there was another lady that left this this week uh, that was like defending, uh, I I guess the company out there and got got basically ratioed on Twitter, and she had to like close her Twitter and then ended up leaving. So, um, it's it's bad. It, it's it's gonna get crazy before it gets better. Uh, I'm, but I'm I'm still hoping. Um, you know, again, there. I'm me being being a very positive person. I think that there's still hope for for the company to make a turnaround. But but it has to come from the top. Like this culture comes from the top. They need to be able to like root it out and it's gonna be hard it's not gonna be it's not gonna happen overnight it's probably not gonna happen this year it may not you know happen for you know for for months so uh, but I, i'm still hoping that that a positive change comes out of this so yeah serious stuff activision is is really facing some hard times right now as a company um and You know, I, I don't I never wish anything hard hard upon anyone, but at the end of the day, there must be consequences um, for anything that happens. That's just the way life goes. Anyone that's shielded from consequences doesn't turn out to be the best people in life, if you know what I mean, Obed. <laughs> so that's how we learn and develop as humanity, right? Um, yeah. I think, you know, people need to be careful with some of the stones that they're throwing at the company. That's just my personal opinion. Um, you know, There's absolutely it's absolutely good the um, the overwhelming support for the people who have gone through such horrible things um, that that's coming out of this, um, but you know like there's obviously a lot of work that needs to be done and allowing them to remain both accountable while not becoming vicious with them I think is the only way to progress in a positive direction for the company. Um, I hope that like when you have like partnerships dropping out and you have these other things happening, like, like to that extent, like that's kind that, that type of, 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 a, of a protest and, 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 and separation from um, that controversy, hopefully only sends the kind of messages of this is just purely not okay. Uh, you had a chance. This is now again, the consequences of it. And as a company, they just, you know, embrace the changes and not make excuses for it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't feel bad that all this is, that this is happening to the company. I feel bad that this happened as a whole and that clearly from what we're understanding and looking at, like this whole thing could have been avoided a long time ago and uh, they enabled and allowed. And at some point, um, You know that 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 thing boiled over, and the once that cup runneth over, man, it was it was enough to uh, you know really really shed some light on some very serious stuff. And I just feel bad that it took so many bad things to happen for this to finally go this way. But yeah. you know what? Every week now we're seeing these updates, like we're seeing this now with these guys being removed. Obviously, these are people who were in we're talking about directors, high level positions. So um, 
making it clear like there's zero tolerance policy for stuff and 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 changing the culture this is the way you do it by not letting people feel like they're untouchable or get slaps on the wrist so uh you know sometimes you have to send that message through crucifixion if you know what i mean like yeah. you don't want to be this guy oh man absolutely i totally agree with you uh, but we'll see if there's any other updates for next week. Um, we'll definitely uh, talk about that. In the meantime, that's what we got. Uh, stay tuned for any content that comes out of MegaCon. Joe's, go ahead and plug us in, sir. Yeah, absolutely. I'm running right after this, guys. Tomorrow I'm out there. So make sure you're following us at No Low Time. That's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. On our Twitch, it's uh, what's our, our Twitch name? Uh, it's also at No Twitch Twitch.tv slash No Low Time altogether. Right. Twitch TV. Yep. No Low Time altogether. So make sure you're subscribed and following us there. Also, make sure you're subscribed and following us on our YouTube channel. And on podcast platforms, we're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon. So make sure you subscribe in your podcast platform to the No Low Time Podcast. Of course, our video versions, again, available on our YouTube channel. And also brought to you live on our social media at this moment through our Facebook and our Twitter. So, uh, And, of course, again, our Twitch as well. So there's a lot of ways to, to stay connected and stay watching us and supporting us. Share these with your friends and family. We welcome you to do that. You can also send an email to us. Send an email to nolotime at gmail.com. That's nolotime at gmail.com. Questions, comments, feedback, always welcome. Like, hey, you know, we've got TJ here in the chat here telling us about his his uh, absolute distaste for this that new Suicide Squad movie. You know what? I appreciate <laughs> absolute the absolute distaste. Like, you, yeah, like you, you know something. You need. You, you got, I, I appreciate the honesty. We welcome it. Um, you know, send an email to us. Maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Like your 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 feedback, the community's feedback is always welcomed and appreciated. Uh, honesty is necessary, right? Can't always just go with the flow and the popular opinion. And that's what we do in a little time. We 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 talk about all this fun stuff and. Uh, it's always a good time. But yeah, MegaCon coming up. Um, so make sure to check us out and I'll, I'll keep you all posted on some really cool stuff going on out there. There's going to be some gaming tournaments going on tomorrow evening. So I'm going nice. to try and check that out. Cool. Awesome. Thank you guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.